coffee and stories with your auntie sing along and smudge with your uncle way away way away good morning he honey washed it Mio kick sepayo. Gadagate sagids. Wanska. Kick tape. It's time to wake up now. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Migunakamusaganat nit sigasun, maskuchis, egua onichiskaponik, otsinia. Steve and Hilda Wurakusta, egua late. Alec and Elsie Wood, no sim, no no gum. Egua, late Pierre and Mary Jane Omiso, no gum and no sum. Dosha, medaki api, chante washte na pe, cheers api, hampa washte we na kahiu watani esquao, hemia, michinchaki yamani, safar, na lali, na yuma, echi api. Inawayaki, Anita Meniwund, a chiapi, na Atewayaki, the late James Bruce Hall, a chiapi. Um, hello, my relatives. <laughs> you and you and you. Is that a tree? You too. To all the birds, to all the living spirits in the universe. Good morning. Yeah. Um, my Lakota name is Pretty Moccasins Woman. I was named after. One of my grandmas on my late grandpa Perry Manywoon's side, her name was Josephine Manywoon's, and her that's who the original Pretty Moccasins woman is. And I was also adopted into the Cree Nation, and my name is Eagle Tail Woman, which is Kahiwatani Esquaw. So a little Cree mixed with Lakota. And then at the beginning, I said Dosha, which is like hello in Hidato, which is my late dad's language. And um, we have three daughters, Sapphire, Lolly, and Yuma. We have two dogs, still trying to incorporate that into my introduction. Shunka <laughs> <laughs> Nupa. <laughs> two dogs. <laughs> Just kidding. And uh, also, I come from the Standing Rock Sioux tribe and the three affiliated tribes. My grandparents are the late Perry and Carmelita, many wounds. My grandma's maiden name was White Cloud. We have some relatives all over Standing Rock and then also going into Canada. Hmm. And I also come from Sally and Ed White. And my grandma's maiden name is Irwin. And I also I like to acknowledge my other grandpa, Bud Hall. Ah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. And um, Nia, he, me, that's how you say me in Cree, uh, Nia. Yeah. Um, that's uh, my um, my real name, my my Indian name, my Cree name, and what that translates to is um, uh, the feather pickup man or the one who picks up uh, feathers. Um, however, you prefer to translate it to the English language. Um, that's good. I uh, it's always good to um, you know I encourage everybody out there to always. Uh, acknowledge your uh 
your relatives, uh, mm-hmm. acknowledge your family, acknowledge your roots. Um, acknowledge your dogs. <laughs> acknowledge your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, just to, just to, uh, you know, just to be proud of uh, who you are, um, where you come from, uh, your language, and uh, you know, those things will take you to places that uh, you've never even dreamed of. And that's a uh, that's a quote that I've lived by uh, for um, probably the entirety of my life because uh, I've heard that quote quite often in my lifetime because that uh, that quote is uh, a famous quote told by my father steve wood mm, i like that <laughs> go steve <laughs> steve is the um the head of northern cree singers and that's also who joel sings with so just like to give a shout out to my father-in-law steve and thank you for being so inspiring and loving and creating such an being a part of creating such an amazing drum group that we all love so much in Indian country and even the non-natives that discover you guys. Um, I love Northern Cree. If you're a power dancer, oh my goodness, I grew up, you know, my mom and uh, I come from a Powell family. Um, when I was younger, everyone used to Powell. When I was a junior girl, probably, it's probably like, a tiny tot, which is like, can barely walk all the way into being 11 or 12 years old. I feel like by then my family had stopped powering and um, I was still going. I still loved the powell life and I, I'm still going now, um, you know, but it does, it is beautiful to have my partner here, Joel. And before him, I felt like um, I have, I have friends on the Powell trail that are like family too. But most of my inner circle, like my sisters, uh, my handful of sisters, maybe one one of them powers. So it's really beautiful to have um, my partner and him welcome me into his power family. I always wanted that. Ever since I, I had it when I was younger, I, I had my grandma dancing traditional, my late grandma Carm, my auntie Marie, she danced jingle. I wasn't I, w- I don't remember my Auntie Tracy dancing, but she danced traditional. She was one of those traditional dancers that um, transitioned into fancy in her traditional outfit. And th- there's a story behind how the women's fancy shawl came about and they were wearing their traditional dance outfit. And so there's there's many stories about those those transitions. And that was one where my Auntie Tracy was a part of and my mom was a champion fancy shawl dancer. And and so I'm just really thankful for my mom for introducing me to powwows. It was one of the best extracurricular activities <laughs> that uh, that a young Indian girl can have. I I'm really thankful for being able to have powwows in my life, and I always loved dancing. I I love. I didn't know the difference. Like now that I'm an adult, I hear a lot of people say, even myself, I hear. Oh, that's a good song versus people, maybe a drum group who just started or maybe they have that drum group full of uncles who, all right, uncle, you're done singing now, but uncle don't want to give up and his boys <laughs> like that. I didn't know the difference growing up, but now, you know, like being seasoned, I would I would like to say because I've been dancing since I could walk and I'm 31 now. And so 
putting in all that time, I feel like um, now I'm understanding who my favorite drums are. And I'm kind of stepping into a new like a new area for me because I don't feel like I really knew singers until I got with you, babe. And now I'm like knowing who is who. And um, yeah, just uh, really having an insight about power singers or ceremony singers or sweat singers, whatever it is, um, I do feel like it would be great if you could tell about like things that singers would appreciate from um, their fans or people who hmm. admire their music. Um, I didn't really know um, how hard it was to be a singer until you were in my life. And that, that that's, uh, you know, something to really recognize because um being being a singer is uh it is actually really a hard thing to do especially at a powwow during a powwow um you know uh you know no not just not just especially at a powwow but just in in general you know being a singer it's just uh you're always exerting your energy you're when you're using your voice exerting your energy that's right um just to clarify for those of you uh i am uh my name is Joel Wood um i am a member of the Northern Cree drum. And I have been a member since, uh, 1997. I believe I might've been about nine years old. Um, but I am a current member. Uh, my father is one of the co-founders, uh, Steve Wood alongside his brothers, the Wood brothers from Sad Lake, uh, Earl Wood, Randy Wood, late Charlie Wood. Um, yeah. And I've been a, I've been a member of the group since I was nine. So I've been, you know, I've seen it all from, you know, uh, I, you know, the group's been, around since 1982 so i can't say that i've seen it all but i've seen quite a bit in uh in my time with uh and my time in travels with northern cree and um i you know i've i've seen the struggle days i've experienced the struggle days of uh you know um only having a few dollars to get to the powwow uh <laughs> 50 bucks 50 bucks between Eight of seven, you. eight men. Yeah, that's that's the truth, though. I remember this one time we went to a powwow down south, um, and you know, anytime, anytime you were thinking about a of a, a powwow in the states, you know, coming from where I come from, Hobima, Alberta, it's now known as Muskochis. Um, you know, anytime you're going to states, you know, you automatically thought, "Wow, that's far." states that's far hollywood (laughs) (laughs) so i remember one evening i you know i must have been about 10 11 years old uh i uh remember the 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 guys the singers they all started showing up at my place my parents place in uh, in hobima and uh you know they uh started loading up my dad's pickup truck and uh my dad used to have this dodge um dodge ram two-door it was a two door, but it had a it had a back seat, so there was only two doors. Um, man, we were notorious for riding four or five in that back seat, two in the front, and maybe two in the truck box. <laughs> <laughs> we crossed the line like that. Anyway, we uh, we were loading up one night, and we uh, I remember the guys saying that they only had sixty dollars, sixty dollars between all of them, eight of us, and you know we were going to. I think we were going to a place called Arlie, Montana. Uh, if it wasn't Arlie, it was Elmo, one of the two. We cr- we went through and we made it down to Browning, 
um must have been about five six in the morning and uh we ha- we got some breakfast and we were waiting on my uh one of my late uncle my late uncle charlie to uh wire us some funds so we can get on the rest of the way because we money didn't have babes. no money <laughs> <laughs> everyone has that one relative call your uncle call your auntie <laughs> call your brother he'll help us yeah. <laughs> she'll help us <laughs> so uh yeah i don't you know i I'll, all i remember is uh sitting in the restaurant there and the guys are outside and uh you know they they uh, with your kids meal <laughs> with my kid. <laughs> with just my side of gravy <laughs> and your bib <laughs> yeah but you know i i uh i remember a little bit of a scuffle going on outside there with some of the locals i can't remember what it was, was we, it scary? we got we, we, it only it happened briefly and we picked up our meal and we got the we got the we got the heck out of there we got the heck out of browning and on our way to the powwow <laughs> but yeah man that's just one of those crazy stories about you know like uh how drum groups have it tough you know because there's uh it really is for the love of singing you know because there there is no payoff to it if you know you see you see prize money um displayed on posters and whatnot yeah and a lot of people are like northern Cree is so rich <laughs> it uh you know it, it it costs money to get to the powwow gas it costs um money to eat to feed mm-hmm. your singers to feed you know you're not just feeding one or two singers you're feeding five six gas money gas um you know uh accommodations for that weekend and accommodations in today's day is not cheap no it's not um time and not just that but also time away from your family you know that's uh you know money time can't be bought like that Mm -hmm. that's true wow oh yeah and and you know you and i have talked about um thanks for sharing that story i I like to hear that story (laughs) um i feel like um we have talked about singers and uh the whole reason i'm bringing this up is so that we can honor respect and give our more love to our singers because i i as a dancer too didn't realize how much the singers put in how much time how much effort um how much love they put into their craft. Um, everyone sitting around that drum has a love for that grandfather drum, for that Muslim. Everyone, you know, stay, you know, sometimes I yeah. would see people like at drums, like sitting there all day and never crossed my mind until, you know, seeing you be there. And then as your other half, um, seeing you and um did you eat yet like some some of i mean and i'm your i'm your woman you know so uh some of those guys did don't have women on your drum group or maybe their family isn't and I'm there so, and i'm so thankful when you bring you bring me a potato or you bring me some <laughs> nachos or you bring me just something you know you you come and you surprise me with uh refreshments and that's really appreciated you're right about that because us singers it, there's um it's an unwritten rule that you you have to sit there with your drum. You know your your drum has a spirit. Your power drum, your hand drum. Uh, you know we believe that these drums carry their own spirits, and uh, you wouldn't leave your 
your grandpa sitting there by himself. You wouldn't, uh, mm-hmm. you wouldn't leave, leave your... him sitting in a hot sun yeah. by himself, like unless you're gonna sit with them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you, you wouldn't leave your grandpa uh, out in a vehicle while you go sleep in the hotel room. Oh and, my goodness, that's good insight. You know, just the same way how you have a, a feed, you know, you feed your grandpa every so often. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just uh, you. You don't just uh, you don't treat your drum, your grandpa, your musum. Uh, special just in that time of feet, but mm-hmm. always because that drum has a spirit and uh, a- anything that I've uh, uh, learned about the drum and the drum spirit, uh, I've learned from my father. Uh, he's I feel like he's very knowledgeable with uh, knowing about uh, drum spirit and uh, story of the drum. I love that. I love that example that you just gave about you wouldn't leave your your grandpa, you know, in the sun. You wouldn't leave your grandpa in the car and, like, take care of that grandfather spirit, that Muslim. Um, that's so beautiful. That's a good way for me to, like, picture, like, how to take care of a drum. I love that. And I see it, you know, but to hear, like, you give that example is really beautiful. I was sitting here and I was like almost crying. I'm like, oh my God, I feel choked up. (laughs) But um, also I just want to remind everybody who's listening that goes to powers, that goes to ceremonies, or maybe you don't, um, but maybe, and maybe your family goes out and they're, we're going to a powwow and just remind them, even if you pack something like here's some seeds or here's some waters, can you go give this to that favorite drum group of mine? Doesn't even have to be a favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times people have specials at powwows, and I would just recommend you guys like giving the drum. If you can't give them, you know, some a monetary donation, I would I would say give them water, bring them a cooler. Like if you're from that that town or that reservation. I would say bring them uh, ice, iced uh, cooler and have drinks in there. That right there is one of the, it's a small gesture, but it's a huge, huge, uh, like yes, it is. It, it's a huge thing to the singers. And I, I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that. Again, I didn't know that. So what I, whatever I'm learning, I'm sharing with you guys. So yeah. I just wanted to say um, feed your singers Give them uh, something to drink. Um, just take care of them. We need to start taking care of our singers more. Even so, like, if you see one of them wearing shorts, because when these guys go without their women, they do they do things like that. <laughs> some of them wear shorts. Some of them forget jackets, and they're sitting there shivering and trying to smoke a cig to keep warm. <laughs> How many times has that happened? Where's your jacket? <laughs> oh, I forgot it at the room. God. <laughs> and so even if uh usually tanya brings it free <laughs> even that i just want to encourage you all everyone listening to like even bring it if you have an extra sweater or jacket um offer that that's a that's something um really like a would be really appreciated so those are yeah those are very very kind gestures that we really appreciate as singers but you know, I I I I understand that you know sometimes um, you know you wanna you want to help, uh, but uh, maybe maybe just uh, you get shied out or you get yeah. shamed out, and you know uh, 
I want to uh, extend to you if, uh, you know, um, if you can't find it in yourself to approach a drum to uh, share those types of things, then I want to encourage you to find somebody to share those things with. Mm-hmm. Like if it can, if it's not a drum, find a dancer, find yeah. an elder, find a friend, find a, a visitor at the powwow to share those uh, refreshments or those uh, lend a hand to. Uh, I remember just recently, my family here, we were at a powwow and there was, a, um, it was an indoor powwow. Uh, I want to say it was, I, I, I can't remember where it was. It was just recent. And there was a, there was a little feast ceremony going on just, uh, oh, just below us. Oh, Prairie Island winter. And, um, it was a little naming ceremony and, uh, you know, that family, they, it meant, it meant a lot to them that they, they just wanted to have it right there because, um, sometimes that's the only time that we all get to be around each other and see each other is that powwow. Mm. And, you know, us as a family, Tanya and I, we thought that was really cool. Like how they, they had no shame in, you know, prayer and, um, you know, uh, smoking, uh, pipe and, uh, mm. you know, just the, uh, how we thought that was so cool and like, like our spirits wanted to be down there and be a part of that. And <laughs> and I imagine that maybe our spirits were sitting down there with us, uh, with them, because um, at the, at the exit of their, uh, their uh, little ceremony there, they, uh, a gentleman of the uh, Mato Pejuta drum, I want to give them a shout out. Uh, he uh, come up and he approached us with some berries and, and some, uh, some bread. And um, we just, uh, we were, blown away because uh i was just sitting up there we I'm were crying included. again right now i just feel <laughs> i i guess this i'm glad you brought this up because this makes me feel really emotional and why it makes me feel emotional is because this is what we've been waiting for like our grandmas and grandpas some of them they didn't get to live on into you know like they didn't get they had to go on to the other side and we call like the spirit world happy hunting ground or the other the other camp they had to go you know as our time to go and so many of our relatives had prayed for this time and for me it was beautiful it was like so beautiful to see that that lala that grandpa there have his chanupa his pipe um and uh could see smoke coming from him his back was to us and and uh to be seeing that little boy and his mother, um, how much love she had for him and how I remember how my mom did that for me and how beautiful it was to have it. I've never seen like right off the side of the powwow. Like usually I see like them in the center of the powwow grounds doing the naming ceremonies. But this was in, in an indoor powwow inside and they just circled around in chairs and uh I seen that mom, she just, she didn't have a lot, but she had uh, brought what she had. And that was, uh, spoke volumes to me. Like you bring what you had, have for giveaway and you give it to the people who are there. And she also had berries and uh, she had like a little bit of everything. And I thought, wow, like she's having a ceremony right here. And I was just crying and I felt so good. I felt like I was crying on behalf of my relatives who who's who passed on like that I get to see this like what a what a blessing what a what a beautiful moment here that I get to see and and uh I just want to give a thank you to that singer that recognized 
Joel and I sitting there and brought us those berries and that piece of bread and uh, that meant so much. And I remember that guy now, you know, Red Wing. I remember him for doing that. And um, I appreciate that. And uh, I felt very much like we got to share the spiritual food with our relatives down there. And it also taught me that we can do that. Like, we don't have to hide anymore at one point, you know, even just as early as the 1970s, uh, there was a time that we didn't get to practice our ceremonies. And there was times where the FBI would show up to Sundances and arrest people for practicing who we are and connecting with our relatives, connecting with the spirits, connecting with Kwakatanka, which is the higher power. So for me, that was huge. That was uh I grew up with my grandma being a sun dancer and a pipe carrier. And and so the, those are the moments that this that I've been waiting for. And so thanks for bringing that up. I got emotional again <laughs> because it really means a lot to me. It really makes me feel like so loved and like, oh, it's beautiful. We get to be Indian again. Like we've always not again, but in the open because we had to go underground for a while. And that's a, that's a prime example of being able to share with each other. And that's the type of people that we are as Indian people. We, we share with one another, you know, mm-hmm. like we, uh, we take care of one another. And, uh, and not just our own. Like I see a lot of our relatives that have um, married maybe a non-native or have like a non-native adopted brother or sister. And in, uh, in Lakota, we call that a hunka relative. And that is greater than bloodline. That's greater than family tree. And so if a native claims you, just know that's greater than your bloodline with your, your family there. Your, they adopted you. And they'll take we, we take that seriously when we adopt relatives. It's not just like, well, we're not actually sisters. It's, no, this is my sister. Like, Right here, this is my brother. Brother. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just a li- those are just teachings and those are our experiences. And uh, we like to share those. And that's why we have a podcast here. But are you ready to sing a song? We just want to thank you all for tuning into our podcast. Um, it's been a, a fun ride thus far. Yes. Um, anything that we share, we uh, it's um, solely our, our opinion and our... Uh, our own teachings and we don't stress our teachings upon anybody we just uh Mm -hmm. we're here for good intentions to share uh just the things that we know and to uh bring bring healing yeah and take what you like and leave what you you don't like and it's totally fine we just want it to yep like you said bring healing through our stories through our cultural teachings that we were taught through song and so I think that was a good point to make. Um, I think we'll uh, round out the show here with a, a song that I had composed. Uh, it's a powwow song, Northern Cree song. Uh, you can catch it on the the upcoming album. I do not know what it, it's titled yet. Uh, it was recorded over in the Woodland Bowl in Kashina, Wisconsin. And um, I composed a song for Tanya. Yeah, 
Oh, we like to. Uh, oh, um, sorry, I was still thinking for singing that song, that beautiful song. <laughs> we like to say uh, thank you and uh, see you later because there are no goodbyes in each of our own language. Uh, mm-hmm. In Cree, we say Eximaga. That's all for now. And Moistas. We'll see you later. Eximaga, Moistas. And in Lakota, we say Doksha Akewachiankapikte, which is talking to two or more people and saying, until we meet again. And also, we like to say in Hidatsa, Oriokats. <laughs> 